Hello and welcome to season three of the Melrose Place cast. I'm Mary. I can't believe we're still doing this. Oh my gosh, I'm Teej. And what what could possibly stop us, Mary? I don't know at this point. I honestly don't know. And I wonder sometimes. Season three, wow, it is really kicking it up a notch. Mary, we are cooking with grease this season. We are firing on all cylinders. Oh my God. And speaking of fire, I don't know about you, but I think there may be some explosive plot twists coming our way. (laughs) Did you say explosive? Yeah, are we this getting... place about to blow. Are we going to get sued? <laughs> Have the money. Please don't sue us. They can take all the royalties. We don't make any money. Because you know what? There's no real There's no real sponsors. But each week, we're going to have a couple fake ones. We sure will. And you're going to learn all about them coming up now on the Melrose Placecast. Hello and welcome to the Melrose Place cast. Today we're talking about season three, framing of. Oh yeah. I'm Mary. <laughs> I'm Teej. I appreciated the very melodic, melodic, melodotic singing you did of the welcome. It's it's a you mm-hmm. me. I have a lot of stuff in my which no one else will understand. You do have a lot of stuff in your freezer. Uh, things are literally tumbling out. But yeah. here's the question. Do you have any evidence of Mackenzie Hart in your freezer? Because she dies next episode. We still have not seen her. What is going on? Are you sure there's only one more episode? I'm seeing this and I have not actually looked. Yes, I'm sure. It's uh, parts one and two, so it's a double episode. Oh, so it's not really one more episode. It is really one more episode. Not re- it's, let's be real. It's, re- it's really one more episode. You really may- I really have to watch two more. But we really should be very clear with Gail about which one to watch. <laughs> yeah, we're getting at this point, because now I don't know. <laughs> Mary, what did you think of this week? It was all right. It was all right? Um, I expected a uh, I, it set the stage nicely for the big, we know the three big moments, right? Jake and Jess take a, you know, a little tumble. <laughs> you know, boys, Kimberly, Kimberly, brothers, Kimberly hits like the switch and, uh, oh, yeah. um, oh, and Matt, Matt has his own murder mystery coming up. You know what? If I've learned nothing, the gays love a murder mystery. And so <laughs> Matt is playing right into that stereotype. Right to type. Well, Mary, can I give you the three quotes that I would like to set forth as the example that this is high art for the generations, worthy of literary praise for the is. Yes, I hope that you will. Okay. Quote number one. You are the victim here, Kimberly, and so am I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, quote number two. You know how angry siblings get when you sleep with their ex. Oh my God, don't get me. Uh, nope, I will not. And then quote number three. You, by no surprise, you can imagine I'm ending with the gay uh, you made it clear you don't date married men. What's your policy on men who are legally separated? Oh my god, I yelled at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, do you feel ready for this week? I feel pretty ready. Okay, I will begin. You are the victim here, Kimberly. So am I. This is typifying what we what was just happening in the world in 1995 is uh, millennials were starting to be... Uh, right? This is what was happening, well, they right? Weren't, they were already babies. So. No, they were born around the millennium. No. no? Were they... Yeah, oh, no. you're right, you're right. Undo, undo. Millennials <laughs> were entering their teenage years. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like junior high. Yeah, right? I forget. Yeah, I'm a millennial. Yeah, yeah, you're such a millennial, you can't even remember how old you were. <laughs> when you were anyway, but the millennial... <laughs> ethos the mindset the the kind of the the culture of victimization was so we had to take a situation where kimberly kimberly shaw who is going to blow up the building she gets to be a victim here too and amanda woodward what has amanda woodward ever been a victim of don't say domestic is not canon yet we haven't talked about that yet it's not it has not not happened not happened i mean it has happened we just don't know it yeah so that we didn't have it Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm so that's that's what I think they're they're going for. They were starting to see these whiny fucking kids with their trophies. Boy. Yeah, and so many. Tro- Wait, are you worried about? Our... Except that generation, they don't like to send the email. And no, they don't and like they to don't send the email. Phone calls. And they're not listening to us. It's it's <laughs> it's it, our 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 demographic is mm-hmm. Kamala Harris, 
For yeah, one, yeah, take that for one sure. to the bank. For sure, she's listening. And then geriatric millennial to Xers. Well, a I'm ton not a, of Xers. I'm not a geriatric a, millennial. So many Xers. <laughs> well, that makes sense. I yeah. Mean, blame them. That's the art I think they were going for by having Amanda Woodward proclaim that Kimberly Shaw is a victim. She did just get home from No More Victim. Yeah, again. No More Victim. No, she's not a victim. She did break a man's arm. Yeah, making her <laughs> not the victim. I don't Rather know. violently. <laughs> and she tried to kill that lady from Wilson Phillips at camp. I wanted to kill that lady too. Also, she was breaking the guy's arm got her an early graduation. God, if I'd known that when I was young. I, I'm here to tell you it does not work in college. <laughs> what about high school? Mm. What about what about cat, catechism class? Because <laughs> I could have gotten out of there a lot sooner. Would have saved everyone a lot of trouble. That's my best argument I could come up with out of the Kimberly, the victim, oh victim banner. Um, I, I was going to talk about, I mean, I, so I've been trying in my, my efforts here, I realize I present a lot of material, so I'm trying to, just one part of the storyline, but how can I do that? <laughs> so I'm just going to go into that. I want to go sing into Sing it. it. Sing it, sister. Try counting your friends. Oops, done already. <laughs> boy, oh boy, I want that as a bumper sticker. Uh, okay, so I'm just going to recap this. Um, she opens her locker, she screams, there is... Ah! It's a good reenactment. Thank you. There is one of those wig mannequin heads, and it's got one of her wigs with a knife stabbed into the face with a note that looks like it's written in nail polish, and it says, you forgot something. And I <laughs> laughed, because I thought it was funny. Uh, the other people did not laugh. There's she told by other doctors. She goes like, damn it, Michael, you did this. And uh, he shows up, which is terrible timing for him, and he's grinning from ear to ear. He's having a good time. He's having a great day. He's like, what have I got something between my teeth? Because he's got that accent. Um, Kimberly starts like whimpering, like, why won't you just leave me alone? And he's like, I didn't do this. Everyone here knows I've been trying to leave you alone for months, which was a funny line. That was a good line. Uh, they all leave. Michael leaves. He goes to the phone and calls a man. Like, he's threatening me. He's trying to make me look crazy. So they decide to meet for dinner. So, Maybe we should team up. Maybe yes, we should join yes, forces. Yes, yes, yes. Which was a very, uh, not high. That, that felt like twirl your mustache villain plot. Dick Tracy-esque, if Dick you will. Dick Tracy? God, I haven't seen Dick. I don't know. I'm going to. <laughs> Collecting my trophies. <laughs> your trophies. <laughs> so we cut to Amanda leaving. We're walking out the door. We know something bad where someone's following someone. She gets to the parking garage and then there are creepy footsteps. Ooh. In baggy khakis. Real baggy khakis, real big shoes. Pleated khakis. Comically pleated khakis. Yeah. Uh, someone's following her and she's like, show yourself, you spineless coward. But of course, so she runs. She gets to her, and on the driver's side, someone has spray-painted, Die, bitch! Which made me laugh. Just, but how? <laughs> Mary? <laughs> oh, no, not this again with the giggles. Why is Die, bitch, funny? It's just funny. Like, why would you bother? Especially at a Porsche. You should not write comedy. Let me tell you that. Stand-up is not. not for you. I should not. The punchline is not, Die, bitch! We should direct people to... <laughs> Bald guy greetings. Bald guy greetings. Yes. Go there. Don't come to me. Go there. Use promo code Melrose. I think it still works. It probably does. Which is very kind of them. Anyway, uh, someone has graffitied her car. She gets in and squeals away. And of course, Kimberly. Like, Shock! I wonder if... Okay, so here's the question for the directors, if they're still alive. Did they think that was a... They're still alive. Did they think anyone... Like, that that was a reveal? Did they think anyone thought it was Michael? No, it was clearly, like, a person. I mean, that is Michael, but this was even <laughs> more so. True. So, okay, it's Kimberly. Kimberly. Amanda is waiting for mm-hmm. And Amanda relays the tale of being stalked. Mad about the lawsuit. And Kimberly is like, oh, no, he's mad because we both dumped him. And Amanda's like, <laughs> I thought Michael broke up with you, Kimberly. Kimberly goes, ha ha. Right, just like he's telling everyone that he broke up with you. These are ladies and they're they're dish. Uh, Amanda doesn't understand why a doctor would risk everything to these shenanigans. And Kimberly says, ah, oh, because he's not a good doctor. <laughs> yeah, that, that didn't, the logic didn't follow. <laughs> it didn't make me laugh. Uh, and she just lists all the people that, uh, she tells she's in good company. We've all fallen for his act. Amanda's like, I've never been at a loss how to do But Michael scares the daylights out. We need to get proof. We have to get him before he gets us. They got to stick together because he'll hate it. Uh, Amanda's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Let's do that. That's great. So glad she was worried. She's the one who's crazy. Are the victim here, Kim? So am I. Ladies are being victimized together. Uh. Ladies. So... Great. The next day, Michael gets home to the beach house. Amanda's waiting, buying her own restraining order, <laughs> which they do a lot on this show. Like, that restraining order is useless. Just, 
she's like, yeah, I talked to my lawyer about your little stunt last night, and of course talking about because he didn't do it. Uh, and he says, the last stunt I performed was caring about you. She says, I don't have time for this bullshit. She hands him an estimate for the die bitch group and says he has one week or she's calling the judge. And he's like, whatever. It's not my fault. I think, I bet you think I caused your cancer too. <laughs> Just a fun callback to her mm-hmm. Uh Anyway, he said he was on duty last. You can talk to the guy I was cutting off. But he wouldn't remember the person to ask. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, unless he really is that bad of a doctor. <laughs> Although I guess that would be it. He had Anyway, she's like, I don't want you to terrorize me. She's, he says to Amanda, if you think I'm your only enemy, try counting your friends. Oops, done already. Remember that. I don't know when I can use it in my life. It seems I'll, It'll be good. Maybe to the cats. Here's the thing. Michael delivers that line and storms away, but he took, because Amanda gave him the bill to repair her Corvette. Yes. And he takes the bill and tucks it in her titties as he walks away. I didn't even notice. <laughs> he right, right in the cleavage and walks away. So she you know takes what? it. Out of her boobs and sets it on the table and walks away. Her pocket. <laughs> anyway, later that night we see Kimberly lurking outside. Michael leaves, so she breaks in or gets. She she was not in. hiding outside. She was hiding under the house. Is that where she was? She was under the oh, house because it's up on those stilts. Oh, they've got that because yeah, of the beach of the erosion. Yeah, yeah. That house is still there. Climate change. Uh, no, confirmed by Dan and Jenny at the Melrose Place podcast that it's been gone for some. Okay. I, I I don't know. Did the earth? It's not there. <laughs> Okay, uh, so Kimberly's there. She starts busting up the house. First, yeah. Although, first I'd like to point out she has a backpack, and she picks out some of the things yeah. she likes and some other stuff. But then she starts whipping shit at the wall. She's got wine bottles blowing up. She's ripping paintings and smashing them. She's karate chopping the furniture. It was a real trip. And she rips her shirt open like the Incredible Hulk at the end, which doesn't make sense then. But later, mm-hmm. she sees Michael coming back, and she dials 911. My ex-husband, he's beating me. Can't you send someone? I need help. Which is, this is not, this is not she is. She should call for help if she needs help. She doesn't need help. She did this to oh, herself. Oh, she should. Oh, oh Mary. <laughs> she literally ripped her, ripped the house up and ripped her own shirt like he hasn't been home. Anyway, they could ask that patient he was doing something. He he, and so Michael comes in and Kimberly is laying out, like pretending to be passed out on the couch. So he comes with some level of concern to check on her. Because this isn't the first time he's had to find her passed And out. she, like, grabs onto him and won't let go. So he's, like, crouched over. So he can't just stand up and walk oh. away. And the She's police... She's like a little spider monkey. She's I gotta tell you, this beach house is next door to the police station. Because the speed at which they got here to arrest Michael is just as fast as when they came in to shoot Joe for stealing her baby. Yes. Right? Like, they are, they are on it. Because they were out in the mountains. Like, it wasn't like they were in town. No, no, no. I mean, when, when Joe came to take her baby from the beach house. The beach house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. We were, See, we were talking about the beach God, house. Yeah, everybody's been shot so Yeah, here, times. look at the notes. We're talking about the beach house. It's, it's my geriatric millennial. Anyway, yeah, she, she fakes an attack, calls the police. Michael yeah. gets look, framed. The police come. Michael is arrested in jail. Book him. Book him. He, he does the classic line, oh, God, where is, oh, God, wait, I wrote it down. Tell it to the judge. That's what the cop says. They always have to say that. Anyway, Michael, we see him the next day in a courtroom. He has her arm in a sling. Amanda comes in and Michael says, oh my god, the cavalry's here. Kimberly's a fruitcake. <laughs> She's going to back me up. He gets to somehow walk right up to her and say hi, yeah. which that was weird for court. And he's like, I would shake your hand. But then he shows he's got the handcuffs, so he can't. Uh, did she get his message? She knows what he can do while he's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes, oh yeah, I got your message. I burned the tape. Count your friends, Michael. Oh, bam. She uh, he's caught off guard. He's like, I'm dead. <laughs> the judge is a no-nonsense. Keep it close. It was like, a lady judge? Sure. See, I didn't notice. That's how That's how unsexist I am. That's how unsexist. I just don't notice people. I don't <laughs> notice. <laughs> anyway, uh, the judge is like, you violated the restraining order, and now you're accused of assault. So I just, like, there's what? no part of the judge I would have put an invoice in. <laughs> well, they got those little doilies on, so it's not easy access. That's only Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Her, I dissent. Do you, know Ruth, do you know Ruth Bader Ginsburg? That should have retired in 2014? Oh boy. God fucking damn it. Anyway, Michael's like... Oh, so Kimberly's, Kimberly's lawyer is like, yeah. Michael's like, why didn't she kill me the first time? Which is funny. Uh, judge is like, oh, do you have something to say? And he's like, yeah, I didn't do it. I never touched her. Truth is, I haven't touched her for over a month. And technically, we're still married. He always brings it back to that, but it's funny. And he said he didn't like touching her when they were still married, is what I heard. Oh, that's probably yeah. right. 
Uh, uh, what's odd to me, how did Amanda get a seat on the bench? She was, first of all, Kimberly wouldn't have been there at all. Also, I thought it was, I've not been in a lot of courtrooms. Let me be uh-huh. clear. I've watched a number of television programs. Like, including sitting, this one. They were sitting in, like, fancy little armchairs. Like, yeah. they were at the JCPenney Portrait Studio. Yeah. Like, is that normal when you're no. <laughs> no. arraigned for assault and battery? No, no. Look, um, like, Kimberly, the judge sets bail at $200,000. Michael Outburst said he can't come up with that kind of money. He turns to Amanda and says, to her motel room, and he immediately takes off the arm sling and all. She looks in the bathroom mirror. Here he is. Scary guy. Yep. I forgot what his name is. I don't remember yet. I have him listed as evil voice. Clearly, they have stolen the leaks. Uh, <laughs> clearly, 100% stole this from Twin Peaks. Uh, I've not verified that this came. We're going to just assume that I'm correct. Uh, so, yeah. Scary guy in the mirror. She doesn't like it. She tries to look away and make him go away, but he's still there. Like, hello, Kimberly. And there are scary... Well, she tries to tell him to leave, but he says, I can't. And then he says, quote, I'm inside of We have so much work to do together and it was it was it was nice it was a nice sentiment it was a nice man <laughs> he just seems like a real charmer that <laughs> vision she sees in the mirror Look, he's got it in her pants already and in her invoice holder oh my god that's her boobs thank you yeah uh pocket uh kimberly <laughs> tries to run away she breaks the mirror listen some people keep their money there their money i do their actually wallets. Know a lot of people yeah do that. i don't their crystals i don't care for any of it like don't don't pay me with with money from your tips. It's just a pocket. I don't want your tip dollars. It's just that's where you put your money. No, that one is not where I put my money. Can you imagine if we were out somewhere and I just like whoop? Like, <laughs> you would die. Time. You would just fall over. <laughs> I should do that sometime to somebody. I gotta kill. I gotta. I gotta pick my eye. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So yeah. Bring they, some fruit snacks. And it melts. <laughs> Fruit snacks don't melt. Yeah, they won't melt, but like yeah. you gotta be mindful. What you're yeah, no chocolate. No chocolate, unless that's what you're into. Uh, and Kimberly, so we closed this, started doing that thing where you fall against a wall, and she's like, I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm not crazy. <laughs> and she clutches her head like she's gonna... It was a lot. Yeah. Um, this... Um, I forgot. Oh, I know music. I know Christina. So you know a thing or two about those. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. Think a thing or two. Uh... <laughs> Um, I had completely forgotten about Scary Man in the mirror somehow. I don't know how I forgot this. Uh, it's, it's like another layer on the lake that we don't even, we didn't need this. We could have just kept going like we were going here. I, I remember the guy. Um, I am going to, I'm going to stay firm in my position. Unlike the people in this town that we're in right now, Melrose Place is going too fast. Like, Mackenzie Hart <laughs> is not here and she's already about to leave. <laughs> this psycho guy is going to convince Kimberly to do what Kimberly's going to do, yeah. and he just appeared. Allison was shipped off to Hong Kong for a episode. Billy is now engaged to Brooke. Spoiler alert for the second this podcast. <laughs> like, like, this is all just, it's too much. It's too much too fast. It's They're going well over speeds an hour. Un- unlike the people in this good town, 20 fucking miles an hour. There's a lot I'm, of ki- I'm not even, they're... Mary, it is the end of February right now. It will be when people listen to this. <laughs> well, theoretically. They listen whenever. Um, they listen when they... That's how, that's how they listen. Yeah. You're grazing the... Well, away. Can, can I um, tell you my second high art point for the generations? Yes, yes, please. This is just a... This will be short because it's a continuation of last week. Okay. And it's just saying, you know how angry siblings are when you sleep with their exes. Because... Boy, if I had a quarter... <laughs> For every time that happened in my family. Because remember, last week I listed as higher for the generation. Just say, I did not realize Jess was creation by the artist. But he said, <laughs> I hate to rub it in, little brother, but I'm the best she's ever had. Oh, God. Also, all the other podcasts, you know how I listen to them. Um, yeah, you do. Uh, all you caught do. up. Apparently, Jess really put some excess on little and kind of shakes genitals when that. And I'm just realizing uh, two episodes ago, I also quoted Jess. He's in the shower. Don't worry about it. So I am, I'm, I guess I'm a, four weeks ago, Jess as well. <laughs> Leave it to a small, small town boy to find small town pleasures, even in the big city. I think I'm here for Jess. God. I'm a, I'm a Jess, I'm a Jess stand. Yeah. Till, 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 till the end of the line for Jess. I'm with him. Anyway, do you know how angry siblings get when you sleep with their exes? Yes, I do. No more. Um... Because uh, it captures the human condition. 
Your oh. siblings do. You feel like you just have that on a sticker. Like, <laughs> it captures the human condition. <laughs> siblings get so pissed off. Listen, no, no, no. Our fellow podcaster, our colleague, our professional friend Dan Savage uh, of the Savage <laughs> Lovecast talks about how different straight people and gay people are in this particular area, right? Okay. Because straight people are like. You are my sister, you are my friend, you are my mother. You can't sleep with someone I've had a relationship with. They're now off limits to everyone. They're dead to you. Yeah, correct, correct. Uh, gay people, there's just not enough of us because as I discussed, <laughs> especially in 1995, as I discussed two weeks ago when we were talking about 328, uh, the gays, we knew we had to increase our numbers because we, could, we, we, we couldn't, like, I can't even imagine in the gay world if someone was like, no, I slept with him. None of you can ever. None of you. None of you. He, I had him once. Done. Yeah, he's off limits. It doesn't Done. work that way. And siblings are like that, too. They're like, you can't sleep with someone I've been sleeping with. At least, certainly not in right now. Definitely not in the same bed. Not right now. <laughs> definitely not right now. <laughs> Maybe later, but definitely not right now. And definitely not in the same bed. That does seem weird, yeah. So, that, that's higher for the generations. I don't know what else you wanted me to get from Jake, Jess, and Joe this week. <laughs> well, it's such a classy storyline. I, I did think it. Joe saying, having to say that was a joke, that felt true to me. Yeah, that like, people weird. people didn't get, oh, you didn't get that it was, I was joking. Yeah. I have to tell you I'm well, joking. She does. Mary, I think we need to take a break. I think we do. I think I have a lot to think about. We're live. This, We're live. I was reading the popsicle stick. Oh, good. But I, part of the word, the, the end is still, I'm going to guess it says, give just a lofty note stick. But listen, whoever the sponsor is gave money with the expectation that this time would be spent on them. You know what? We are generous with our allotments of sponsors, <laughs> so I don't feel bad. This week's episode of the sort of boss, made to Hong Kong, kind of got your dad to offer there. Yep. Your other former boss is at the hospital because he got shot at the bar. Allison's not. Boss. I'm so confused. Continue. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Just yes, focus on the yes, and. <laughs> um, you know, you finally got that guy with the mullet acid wash to sleep with. He hasn't asked you to marry him. Like, this is clearly written from the perspective of Brooke, not Amanda. I think I think the writers may have taken some lip. Okay, continue. The point is, you're having a rough week, right? <laughs> you're having a rough week. Like, you haven't any time, any time to visit your bench, your mansion. <laughs> you're getting stressed out. You spend a lot of time rewriting goodbye letters that people <laughs> left to hand you to give to other people. <laughs> and reading them and shredding them, too. Yeah, and like, and just being mad that people did them by hand. You could have at least... What is a poor little rich girl to do? It's time to unwind. You gotta de-stress. You gotta have a little self-care, right? The self-care is hot and everyone's mm-hmm. continuing to be ongoing. I feel like it's safe to say. No, they're over. It's over. It's over. Post panini. Post panini. Get yourself a George Foreman grill. Uh, anyway... What what are you gonna choose for your self care? I mean, there's so many options. If you uh-huh. just if you hit what I hear is called, uh-huh. you can see all kinds of like people are buying like oh they're washing their hair with mayonnaise. Yeah, you put mayonnaise in your hair. I got some crap. Anyway, uh, I mean, there's so many options for self a warm bath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever your self regimen is, well, we have an idea. Take the edge off when you've had enough to hear. Time to play air hockey. Oh my god. That's right, we're back. Yes. We know what you're thinking. What are you, like some kind of rich girl in the Holland Oats song? You got a full arcade at your mansion? If I was a rich girl. Did you hear Gwen Stefani said this week that she is Japanese? She, that was how she defended her Harashuku girls era. She said, I feel like I'm Japanese. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> Maybe you just say that like at home. But yeah, keep, keep, like... keep it with you and Blake Shelton. Because Blake Shelton would not argue the point. He'd be like, yeah, I think you're just as Japanese as anyone. <laughs> or is he just come across that way? Like... He, he, maybe he's perfectly honest. I really don't know anything about him. I only see him in ads for that shit. Yeah. Uh, he just seems like kind of a doof. I, is he a doof or is he douche? He's none. None of those things. I don't know if you think I have more insights on Blake <laughs> Shelton than you. you I don't know him either. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm a, I'm a hard-pressed working gal. And uh, I've had a rough week, so I need to play some air hockey. And I'm a, for the record, I'm Japanese. I'm Japanese. Thank you for clarifying. I'm Hong Kongian. They can't see us. I probably shouldn't say that. Yeah, I don't think that's correct. I think we're going to rewind that part. Look, he's hopped up. He's had a lot of sugar. He's drinking like an iced latte after dark. This is going to be a problem later. Okay, but but it gets dark at 2 o'clock up here. That's fair. But I mean, I'm just saying. Like, So forgive him. His, he's had a lot of sugar. 
A lot of salted caramel products. Today. God, if anyone listened to this podcast, we'd <laughs> have a real problem with us. Anyway, so you got to get rid of the stress. Yeah. Hi, Mom. Uh, you don't have a full arcade at your mansion, right? I don't. Nope, You're, nope. You can do. <laughs> I do have don't. an air hockey table. I do have arcade games. But you know what? It's a lot a more couple. fun to leave your house, right? Mm-hmm. People love leaving the house. So guess what? If you're here, yeah. you're going to buy Brooks Erotic Air Hockey. Yes! It's still there. It's still open despite the panini. Uh, it is the hottest in town. I dare say maybe in the whole country. <gasps> really? Did you know that air hockey is a great way to work kinds of tension? Just give it a chance. Brooke knows that unresolved sexual doesn't side effect like bumping, <laughs> instigating fights with daddy. Uncontrolled scheme versus pouting, aka pout burst. That's why she got money. Pout bursts. <laughs> she got money from her daddy to open the first and only erotic air hockey parlor in Southern California. You will feel such bang, bang at that puck, slipping <laughs> and sliding back and forth across that smooth, slick surface. Why you might get so excited, you need to go outside for some fresh. Maybe one thing will lead to another. You know, maybe he'll start talking. Could you stop talking about Max? Uh. You win air hockey and one to offer you an engagement ring or a proposal, I guess. Anyway. You just... know, for Allison, he at least got a ring from a street vendor. They're at like a carnival. He could have gone back inside. And... Yeah. He could have. They have those little quarter machines. You yeah. just put a couple quarts in and but you'll find one that's going to work. Quarter. It was, it was No, but quarter. it take a couple tries to get one that looks like a like it's got a stone. Yeah, all. Oh, fucking. The goddamn trolls. Why are we having troll movies? They're still making them? Yes, they're still making them. They like just came out sometime recently in the last yeah. five years. Uh, you're going to want to visit eroticairhockey.hockey or you can visit that and find out how you can plan your next party there. Just think of the possibility of the kinds of gatherings. Family reunions, retirements. At the erotic air hockey? <laughs> Gotta get that to in. Is there anywhere more tense than a family reunion? <laughs> you know how siblings are when you sleep with their exes. Uh... <laughs> imagine the corporate team building opportunities you could all share at Brocky. Oh. Uh, why not a wedding? They, someone might have one coming up on this very program. Uh, you're going to want to enter promo code PUCKU for 6.3% off one order of jalapeno poppers. How did you not make a 6 point Mary? Oh, I'm I, so disappointed. disappointed. That's Brooks Erotic Air Hockey. Y'all have a better time in one year. So the Trolls movie was released in 2016, but Trolls World Tour came out in 2020. Why did they only release these during election years? And, and the world uh, suffered a, a global pandemic. I think there were tragedies in 2016 and 2020 that are directly related to the release of the Trolls movie. Right, right. So in one situation, we had a global pandemic that shut the world down. And in another place, we all had to learn what email servers were. Is and there, learn to be mad about them. Here's the real question. Is there another Trolls movie? Do I need to be prepared? Probably, probably. Um, also, I did, just looping back, there is a fish stick. And we are back for the second half of season three, episode 29 of the Melrose Place cast. We are discussing framing the shoes. Shrews. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Shakespeare. Oh my God, the Shakespeare. And I'm Tej. Shakespeare fanatic. What would your name play? You know, like, can I tell you that? when I really did love Shakespeare? Yeah. When Leonardo DiCaprio did Shakespeare. For a lot of us. I went to see that movie because of, you know, because of Leo and yeah. they didn't kill him in the water. Um, not knowing they were using Shakespearean language. And so oh. I, I couldn't keep up. All I could do was... I think. <laughs> you, know the, you know what's going to happen. You know the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah, dies, yeah, he dies, but they're not dead. Up. Then they are dead and then blah, blah, blah. Sounds like a soap opera to me. Shakespeare. <laughs> no, because it's high art, Mary. Okay, Mary, you're up first with your first point. Right. She could have hand. She could have at least handwritten it out. <laughs> oh, I love the this. The most Midwestern I love thing. This. Ever. Brooke is. You know what? She's a. She's a gambling lady. You know she. She. But she's a good gambler. She wins big. She but she's taking. She's them. taking big chances. Yeah. She hasn't she, had to fold them yet. She knows. Also. Also. She's a fucking, what is that when you pretend you're bad at pool? Joe did it when she... Pool shark. Yeah, she's a ping pong shark. She pretends to be bad at ping pong. Air hockey. Until there's an... <laughs> air hockey. Until there's an engagement <laughs> ring on the line. What, what lady hasn't tried that manure? <laughs> oh. I'm getting ideas now. <laughs> anyway. All right. She could have at least handwritten it out. So, Brooke walks into D. As a reminder, at the end, Allison to the air... She tricked Billy basically into not taking her. So, uh, she's at work. 
Okay, first of no, 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 no. Okay, so Brooke dropped Allison off at the airport for yes. Hong Kong. Allison said, take this letter to Billy. Yes. Brooke yes, yes. crumples it up. I, I did air last week when I said she threw it out and that you can't just go yeah. throwing things at the airport. She threw it in her back seat. You Every... can't go throwing things at the airport. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. It was before 9-11. Okay. So you can throw it. So she decides she's going to read Allison's letter that she's keeping secret from Billy. So what does she do? Read it at home? Read it in the car? Read it on the subway? In her mansion? In her mansion? <laughs> on the bench? The hard bench where she loses her virginity yeah. with daddy smoking a cigar? None of that. No. She brings it into D&D right next to Billy's desk and says, I will read it here. I would uncrumple <laughs> this right now. And then, what? talk about a different time. She put it in the shredder. But it wouldn't eat it until she pressed the go button because back then they didn't have the that caused so many injuries. Right now, now the shredders have to have warnings. Gentle fellows would get their tie stuck in there, oh, and then and then we'd get sucked in, and then like it would it would shred us up, and then we'd just go through it. This is the problem with ties. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I re- I literally wrote down everything you just said about how she brought this to work to look at it here. But I'm okay. sorry, I thought you were glossing over that. She must have a shredder at home. Her dad's a like successful. You don't man. need a shredder. I guess at home you wouldn't need. Yeah, it. just put it out. in the trash. You give it to one of your. They burn this in the fireplace. Drink a scotch. Or let your daddy read it while you're fucking down on the bench. That bench is made for one thing, <laughs> and it's kind of sitting. It depends. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So she reads, she opens it and reads it, and it's Allison reads. So let's, I like the delivery. If not, I'll understand the times. I oh the my god. Well, fucking women. This oh. is where gay, why gay is better. Let me tell you, that was some, oh, Jesus. I like, I'm a feminist and everything, but let me tell you. But, oh, no, 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 no. I was happy to not have to deal with this level of not. This, I don't know, is this passive aggressive? I don't know what this is. I want you, but I won't just say it, and I. Uh, well, she wanted to say it in person, but she no, no, she didn't because she had the she had it pre-written. She was gonna give it yeah. to Billy and hit it. She could have just called too. This like I mean, she lived with him. They lived in the same building. <laughs> even though. oh yeah, there he's out of the apartment. Well, I think they mostly go to dad. I don't know. I would. That house is way nice apartment. I guarantee it smells. Gross. Anyway, he is a soccer player. It is a sexy <laughs> smell. Can you imagine? Like Allison was doing his laundry for him like two months ago. He doesn't have a wash. Yeah, he, and he's definitely the type of guy that is like, uh, the laundry room's all the way, now it's down an extra flight of stairs. And the the, flight, yeah. the first flight of stairs is dangerous. We've seen so many people. Do you remember our special guest for season three, episode 15, was Joe's baby, Brandon? Yes, that's right. With his, uh, um, what were those dolls he made? The voodoo dolls. Voodoo dolls, yeah. Voodoo dolls, right? So you fall down, you take a little tumble oh, down the stairs, oh. and then suddenly, like, you've got the witchcraft in you. Yeah. Billy doesn't want that. No. Not Billy doesn't know what to do with witchcraftery. Can't get it washed. So he's definitely the type of person that's like, do I really need to wash these jeans today or can they wait? Yeah, just yeah. ball them up in the corner and then out again tomorrow. <laughs> it's fine. He's a he's so fine. He's so nasty. I didn't. He, he's so gross. I think that's what men are. Sorry, he's, he's, he's got he's got a bottle of Jergens on his end table. You know he does. It's right there. You know what? He's honest. There it is. Just right. waiting for Allison's sister, oh, God. who never appeared again. Yeah, where'd she go? Is she back in San Francisco. Back in her mansion in San Francisco, that with her librarian mansion. salary, in downtown San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco with no there. security, because Daddy could just walk on in. Daddy just walked out. He walked straight in there. That. Oh, anyway, uh, you're making a point. Lots of problematic dads on this show. Oh, so many. All, uh, virtually all are problematic. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jane and Sydney's is not bad yet. He's just very tall. He's, he's, he's enormous. Yeah, he's too tall. There's a problem he's, there. He's yeah. built like a yeah, like a lumberjack. Yeah, his his their their mother is. She's had some appointments at the doctor. <laughs> very important. <laughs> anyway, so Allison. We're saying he's got big junk. <laughs> we're we're assuming we're assuming big hands, big junk. Which could be wrong. We don't know. Do you know this is you know the big show from the World Wrestling Federation or World Wrestling Entertainment Geriatric Millennial coming out. <laughs> uh, in. In the interview I read with him, they asked him about the size of his junk, and they they said, "Is it huge?" And he said, "Well, it doesn't look very big because it's proportionate to my body, but oh. relative to normal." So, I guess there's an update for us. <laughs> if any of you are waiting to hear, <laughs> so point the being, big show's yeah. junk. <laughs> we got news, breaking news. Yes, Mr. Andrews, we can assume <laughs> has you, Mrs. Andrews' hips have had to separate. To have had to had to accommodate. 
some work had to be done. We're going to lose our feminist cards. Uh, are we? Yeah. I think we're talking about how much we respect her. for <laughs> With her enormous husband, who is <laughs> suspiciously large <laughs> in relationship to the children he produced. Anyway, Al so yeah, Allison, you know, voice over reads her. Uh, she shreds it. And then she starts typing a replacement letter on her computer in her mm -hmm. electronic mail. Uh-huh. And it starts out as we know. <laughs> Got it. You, you love her. She's a shit, but you love her. Uh, later, Brooke brings Billy the new fake Allison letter, and he reads it. And they have Allison doing the voiceover. But this time, she sounds like she's just rolling her eyes the whole time, and it's perfect. It's so yeah. funny. Oh, my God. It was it. great. I hope that was her idea. All the credit in the world. It's, it's so funny. And she's like, yeah, as we both know, long-distance relationships don't work out. I know we need to go our separate ways. Maybe mm -hmm. someday we'll be friends, but I understand if you just talk to me again. Bye. <laughs> See you, sis. And Billy's like, shit, that's cool. <laughs> like, wow. Okay, okay. Hole in Brooke's plan. Billy, obviously too dumb and, and wearing unwashed clothes to <laughs> notice. How did Brooke have any idea what the letter said? He, she just reacted to him as though she knew. Yeah, see, Billy, you're a dumb motherfucker. She heard with, the voice. With your Jergens and with your girlfriend's sister sleeping in your bed after her best friend. And now her intern. Oh, my God. Got Allison's intern, Allison's sister, Allison's best friend. See, what about Allison's mom? That's, next. <laughs> That's season four. She's going to come back. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so... So he's Billy's like. You know well, what? Like, listen. If Michael can make his way through the ladies, the Andrews ladies, <laughs> Billy should be able to make his way through the Parker gals. Those, those Parker. Gals. All the Parker gals are just doing the best we can. <laughs> that should oh be my, a T-shirt. You know, we are ten minutes into this segment, and I don't think we're a quarter. Of I barely made through. it through my first paragraph. Yeah, this is go, impressive. Go. Anyway, so Billy's like, "Shit, that's cold. We were together for three years, and that's all she says." And Brooke comes. They in. were not together. You were. She was with the microcomp guy. She was with Keith. You were with Don, the comedian. You were a stepfather for Martin. Like you were not together for three years. That was a moment of like bullshit because I was like, first of all, this show hasn't even been on the air for three years. I bet he's. She's Allison is still that it could take his fake steps. <laughs> He was building a family for two days. For a little while there, I had my own family. No, you didn't, Billy. No. You you didn't buy health insurance. No. That's the that's the metric. He hasn't paid a copay. What is it? What what is a parent? It's health insurance. In America, yeah. That's what makes it. That's what makes a parent. How beautiful. <laughs> America the beautiful. Anyway, so yeah, so he's like, oh, that was really cold. And Brooke comes in with a masterful Xander written it out, which is stolen straight from my grandma. I thought it was the most stunted language choice. That's like, I get it, like, that. what? That's how you say She could have at least handwritten it out. No, how no. else would you say it? I would have written it on paper. Okay. <laughs> dear, dear Billy, <laughs> she could have at least done what I've done for you. Well, and she then, couldn't because she had to type it. And <laughs> I don't know what to Anyway, Brooke's like, oh, and Billy's like, it's classic Allison that she typed this. Why make life personal? Aircraft? Also, not classic Allison. She asks if she can help him, and Billy's like, I gotta get out of here and quit. So he oh, now Billy can leave. Uh, three days ago, Billy was not able to just up and leave the office to take Allison to the airport, but now he could just go. He could just leave. Gotta go. Uh, cut to Hong Kong. We know it's Hong Kong because the ridiculous office that Allison has. It's a beautiful cool. office. It is, but like, the office. We no, all shit, we all know that. Yeah, it's, it was Haley's office. <laughs> it was Haley's office. Um, Brooke has called her. Yay, Allison's so happy. Did he read my letter? It's like, yeah, I gave it to him. Like, he just wants to start his life over. <laughs> it doesn't sound fun to me. Allison's like, oh, did he say that? And Brooke's like, more or less. Uh, again. Mm -hmm. Allison's like, you know, you know Billy better than any shadow. We've met Billy. Billy has gotten jobs for no reason, like how many times mm -hmm. deserved. So I don't think he's real worried about, like. He started as a like dancer that. at the premier dance studio in L.A. And he had a practice with a mop. And he wasn't any good. He wasn't boxer. Way to ruin it! You had one nice memory. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so Allison's like, I thought he was happy for me, and Brooke's like, Oh, of course, and we all are happy for you, but he needs to find his own way and make it for himself, which is not inaccurate. Except, of course, that's not what you, uh, she has called Allison to tell her this. I thought you should. <sighs> Allison thanks her. Brooke's like, Oh, Billy's coming back. Gotta go. You have a wonderful future ahead of you. Bye. <laughs> Oh, uh, Billy gets back. He's like, was I interrupting you? And Brooke's like, oh, no, it's just an... Later, we're at Playland on the pier. Brooke and Billy are, of course, getting horny playing air hockey again. She shoots, she scores. He says, I thought we were here to cheer me up. 
She says, well, they are. And she's like, we've been talking about people are your soulmate, and they aren't. How to stop analyzing everything. Enjoy oh my God. It's like the writers were like, let's just not actually write the date. Let's just... <laughs> Let's fast forward, fast end. forward. Stick to the erotic we, air hockey The, the finale's coming up. We still don't have Mackenzie fucking hearts. <laughs> She's getting this is pissing away. me off. She should have been here for so long. How are we supposed to give a shit that she died? We don't. I do. You do. But I love Mackenzie Hart. She's different. I, that's what you... You know what? She just... The acting is so great. It just made that meme. Anyway. Uh... She just wants to get back to playing hockey. And he says, fine, but this this is the last game and the winner. And she goes, well, should the winner get something? And he's like, ah, you already, I already owe you, like, a trip to the Super Bowl. And she says, how about if I win the game, we get married? And he's like, ha ha, you don't stand a chance. And she's like, humor me. Plus, plus, uh, didn't you lose a bunch of fucking times? You have to take her to the Super Bowl and the whatever else? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, and he says, all right, if you if you win, we get married. And, of course, they play, and it's very, very sexy, very sexy. They should do it on an air hockey. Maybe I've been at Daddy's house. <laughs> there is now. Next to the bench. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Listen, the air hockey table is softer than the bench. You have the air cushion. You got more room, too. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so she wins, and she's like, I'm the air hockey queen of the universe, and I own you, Campbell. Don't worry, I won't hold you to it. That is not what marriage is supposed to be, Brooke. He's like... Not so fast. You wonder it's square. It's just a game. And he goes, and then we walk outside. And they meet. what's wrong? She comes. And he, the first time in my life, nothing is wrong. Ugh, shut the fuck up. And this next part, though. I've got some happy. words for 20-something. I just spent the last three years trying to please someone who couldn't be pleased. I've forgotten what it's like to be happy. Do you know how good it feels? He says, no, no, no. Keep her name out of your mouth. I'm sick of us talking about Allison. Keep her name out of your mouth, smack. He says, this is about us. And she is, Brooke has done so much for Billy. And she has no idea how much that means. And he says, you care about what I want to do. Just kept trying and didn't run. And he pauses. says, I don't want to lose you, Brooke. I don't want to lose this feeling. So no joke. Will you marry me? He smiles like she goes, yes, I would love to be your wife. <sighs> and they smooch. That feeling is not going to last. Um, I forgot this was coming. I knew it was coming. We, there's no time left. It's much longer than it is. I thought maybe Mackenzie Hart would be there. Maybe she was in the background of this somewhere. Yeah, perhaps. Just, um, this is all very, very Earlier in this episode, he's tired of running from relationship to the next, and he's like, take care of his own shit, figure out what he wants to do, and now he's doing exactly what he always does, which is, you know what? Props to the writers. Like, it's consistent. But I was glad we got another air hot. I thought, listen, people in their early 20s are as dumb as Billy was here, which is like, oh my God, this is such a sexy relationship. I want to be like this all the time. It isn't like that. The things. <laughs> it isn't. That's life. That's life. You know what else is life? It's like uh, the American philosopher needs keep your legs closed to married men. Married men. Close. Clo- I'm sorry. I'm a bit of a scholar. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I like to study the, the major philosophers <laughs> like Lanethia. Close your legs to married men, <laughs> Matt. Matt. When will Matt learn any ever? Well, uh, if you rem- so Matt comes, this is their storyline. He confronts Paul because pa- Mrs. Paul came by last week and yelled at Matt and said, I'll kill you if you leave. Am I imagining it or is it sticks called Mrs. Paul? <laughs> I need to Google that. Like, Carry on, I'm listening. You Google that. Are you afraid to use your computer? To- it's going to freeze up. Okay. It's gonna, anyway. It's going to collapse under so the pressure. Matt confronts Paul. <clears throat> Uh, and Paul's like, look, she was I, she was upset. I had to tell her I came clean. I told her there's someone else. She had a right to know. And Matt's like, you set me up as the bad guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're you're the affair. So yeah, that's <laughs> you are the bad guy. That's what that's Wait. what that is, right? Um, so Matt is there. This is what I noticed. Uh, his hair suggested he stole Jake's bike to get to work and didn't steal a helmet. <laughs> it looks like poofy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, they're going back and forth, and Paul says, listen. No, this is later. Uh, the next day, Paul says, listen, you made it clear you don't date married men. What's your policy <laughs> on men who are legally separated? And Matt gets a sly look and he says, it's a significantly more lenient. <laughs> oh, just get on your knees right now, Matt. Like right there in the hospital. Like, to it. Oh, my God. Like that was a, it was, there was a couple close to sexy moments between. And that was one that like, it was like, right, we... We're in the clear. All you needed to do was say you're separated. That's it. And they, they should have went to Michael and Kimberly's elevator. Uh, or the air hockey table. Or the air hockey table. You know what? Everybody on the show has their own kinks. Elevators, air hockey tables, benches. Or standing outside the house waiting to move. Listen, Paul says to Matt, 
Uh, he's moving out. He's moving to an apartment and asks for Matt's help to help him move. Oh. Okay. Uh, first of all, so much wrong with this. Um, Paul says, uh, I work until 6, come by at 7. That should give... Should, his wife will be drunk enough that she won't... Okay. And, and he says, I'm just going to go in, put some things in a duffel bag, and get out of there. So you don't need help. You don't need help. You don't need help. And you don't need help moving into a hotel. You're not... Right? Like... <laughs> Kimberly didn't have any help. Yeah. So, okay. So there's that. But then he says to Matt... Oh, can you do me a favor? Can you just wait outside? Did did we think Matt was going to fucking go in waiting for you? To be like, hey, Carol. Hey, girl. <laughs> Don't worry. I know where the bedroom is. Oh, God. Oh, Matt. <laughs> anyway, Matt. so we see what Paul is up to. I wonder, like, I wish I could go back in time and wonder what I was trying to, what I would have been thinking about Paul if I didn't know how this ended. Yes. Um, but yes. Paul tells Matt to wait outside. So we cut. It's night. Matt's standing outside. The house, arms folded, leaning against the car, staring in the windows. And inside the windows, Paul and his wife, who he just confessed to having a gay affair with, on, are standing, <laughs> drinking wine, talking about... Yeah. And so Paul set this up. Matt eventually leaves. He storms off and what can only be described as a fucking faggy huff. I can say it. He slams, <laughs> slams, throws his hands up, pounds away, slams the door and screeches out. He's driving a different car, though. It's not the GeoTracker. That car. So this is what happened with the GeoTracker. It was off screen, but he took it to a wild canyon. Oh, someone invited him. As long as he agreed not to bring Allison. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Party. Anyway, the next day, Matt's upset at work, and Paul explains to Matt that his wife was a mess, and that he has to be. He, Paul, has to be more understanding. But I'm hoping you can be understanding too. But. All the way back to the high art point for the generations. What's your policy on men who are legally separated? Uh, for that, that's a real line and distinction, make. That is, yeah. It is. Yeah. You're you're good to go once you tell me. Just tell me what you. Just tell me what I need to hear. You popped over that allegedly. Or you said you did. Yeah. How do you prove you? Well, I don't know. Certainly not in 1995. I need to find out. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this whole thing, the high art for the generations. What I what I really think. Um, especially in the 90s, I think it's less true now. Closeted gay men. They were such a basket case and, and problems. And nobody, sh- everybody, we all should have said what Nene Leakes said. Close your legs to married men. Come out of the closet so we can increase our numbers. But we are not playing this game, sir. I get really torn during this. I like Matt as a very few actually good engines. Matt? Yeah. Yeah. And so I like Matt. And then I, I go back and forth. I'm like, would Matt be this stupid? Yeah. There's no gays. There's no gays. Yes. But this guy's clearly just like He's... a red flag factory. Like, and, like, and I can see it if you ever hook up. But like yeah. Matt seems to... He goes that extra trip where he relationships yeah. someone. Yeah, we all thought that. But... The... <laughs> but Matt, like, it's a gay desert. He's... Where's he going to find gay men in that... There. It's yeah, San Francisco of... is so far away. It's like hours in the car. You only... You only... Go to or from San Francisco when you remember childhood trauma or all the librarians are conference. I'm still mad that they had. It doesn't make any sense and it's never been explained. We should, you know what we need. We need to call someone at Melrose Place. There still has to be a phone number. Well, for someone. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know who that would be. We'll find out. Google. Who's sir, still Google, alive? Google. We don't know. Yeah, the writers so are old. still alive. It was 30 years ago. Old enough. Yeah. Not old enough to be watching this show. No, we didn't get this chance. It was Fox. We didn't hear yet. Oh, Jesus. It. If you had cable, you did, but it wasn't okay. over the air. And we uh, didn't have cable. That's right, and you guys don't get packed. Boy, oh boy, does that mean bad. That just happened funny. again recently. Good. And like the... Hike it up, Nancy. It's a fucking football game. Nobody gives a shit. Just go to the bar and watch it. Get some COVID. Yeah. <laughs> some cheese sticks, some curds. Ugh. Understand. Do you have yeah, a final yeah. point? Yeah. I had pizza and beer, but they confiscated it at the nurse station. <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. Thank you very much. Uh, so we have yet another opening of the show where they're all at the hospital waiting. Um, Matt comes out, and because he works at the hospital, he is the person who always gives updates on any patient at the hospital, even social services. Uh-huh. But okay. Um, he's wearing one of his AIDS Day Walk shirts. Uh, he explains Jake got shot, the bullet went through him, but it shattered a rib and hit an artery. So he has Joe wants to go see him, but Matt says no. They're already prepping him. And Joe, being Joe, is like, like hell, I need to see him. And Matt says he didn't ask for you. 
Uh, Paging a doctor from the burned ward to apply some cream very much. Anyway, Billy is like, well, did he ask for anybody? And Matt says, Amanda, would you come with me? Off they go. We cut to Amanda standing at his side next to the surgeon. He's like, Jess did this. And Amanda's like, nah, you just got a lot of medication. He says, no, no, no. If I don't make it through this, you should promise you will prove that Jess did this. He's got to pay. He has to pay. And off he goes to surgery. Later, he's recovering in his room. Sydney comes in. Amanda's like, what are you doing here? And Sydney says, you're not the only one. Which I thought was a nice. Jake wakes up and he's like, hey, Amanda, I had a dream. And she's like, that wasn't a dream. He sees Sydney and he's like, oh my God, are you okay? Because the last thing he hears is the shot happening. She's like, I'm fine. Everybody. Amanda's like, okay, we should sit on the side of the bed and give him some motorcycle magazines. Amanda's like, uh, I think Jake wants one of us to stay. <laughs> Which for her was relatively soft. Uh, and so Sydney's feelings are clearly hurt. Jake thanks her for he is glad he's okay. Cut to shooters. Sydney, just who knew robbery in the t- uh, I want to point out there is a wonderful touch by the set police tape all around the barbels. <laughs> that was really cute. <laughs> anyway, Sydney's like, Jake fired your ass. He doesn't want you here. Jess is like, I'm his next of kin, and I just rehired myself. And I'm like, I don't think that's how it works. I don't think you can do that in a business. <laughs> like, but okay. Um, he's like, why do you even care? I think she quit too. And she's like, Jake doesn't want you. You need to get out, or I'm going to call the cops back to make... And he calls her a little spitfire, which is 80. Oh, she is a spitfire. Uh, he says she's more protective than a pit bull, and they're together. Oh, Ouch. There's a point. He's here because he's fully, just like the Olive Garden, and she's only there. Sydney's like, he let me in his recovery room, and he has security to throw your ass out. Which, fair point, fair mm-hmm. point. Jess is like, he's mad, he'll get over it. You know how angry you sit when you sleep with their exes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I do, Jess. She tries to get the mop away from him, but he's much larger and strong. He shakes her off, and Jake is the only family I've got. I'm going to do whatever it takes to keep the bar open. You can help us get out of the way. Uh, Jess goes to visit. Does you? I can barely. Do you want to try to kill me? Jess is like, Moida? Are you crazy? <laughs> Jake's like, Where were you when I got shot? And Joe, of course, walks in. She's like, We were together. He said, Well, that's a nice touch. You used my ex girlfriend as your alibi. Joe says, Jess had to do with it. Uh, Jess knew it was a missing stop by the hospital. He hands Jake an envelope full of last night's bar. He would have deposited it, but he knew Jake would want to. What's he going to count it against? Uh, <laughs> Jess is like, just get out of here. Joe's telling him, uh, you know, Jake to ease up on Jess. Uh, Jake wants to get, both to get out. Just get out of here. And Jess calls him, and, uh, when you're strong enough, you can pretty get the crap out of me. But until then, I'm going to make sure your biz stays afloat. Joe leans in the door. Uh, back at Shooters, Jess is working at the bar when the goons show up. Remember the goons? What the fuck are they doing in this goddamn bar? Are you goddamn kidding me? they show up. No, they're not wearing it. They're not so much as a hat. No. What the hell? Put it, put it, put it, push the hair back with some moose, even? Like to so they should have just entered with the gun in hand. Like what the back. fuck? <laughs> we're back for more. Uh, they want the rest of their money. Uh, and Jess is like, no, buddy boy, because he lives through it. The guy he shot didn't die. Now, we, now, I believe this is absolute verification that he wants. Yeah. Because there was some uh, confusion amongst the podcasting realm some people yeah. thought Jess only wanted Jake to get robbed and that no, the, the gunshot was an accident of course he, yes of course he wanted him to die uh, I last week that was clear to me he yeah wanted him to die. well listen those other podcasts I agree with you they're fucking idiots do you would you like to name them maybe they need to spend for watching the chat so you really marinate <laughs> none of us details. need that do you know what the folks at bitch slap have done no this is this is they do have the best name podcast th- they have the By best name podcast life. like wonderful. this is this is going to be offensive language it's going to talk about uh male secretion but they're at the part where keith is coming back and they just went off on this rant about you know he's the type of guy his semen just tastes like seed and i just thought of the models <laughs> and people that have sex in kelp, kelp they love the kelp those models of yeah, and then they went. Help. They went on further. Like, yeah, there's moss, right? Like, you should, blah blah. blah. Why does he got to be by the ocean all the time? Because they always did put Keith by the water. Yeah, anyway, this is an advertisement for bitch slap. But you're here for us, so we'll keep going. Thank you for staying with us. Fucking bitch slap. The goons want their money. I do recommend. It sounds great. Uh, Jess is not going to get the money. He doesn't owe them anything. Jake didn't die. The goons show. They're out in the alley, by the way. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all, you what... know, all your mobbing, all your threatening, yeah! all of your sexy next girlfriend or. Sp- Siblings' ex girlfriend. Yeah, the right, right there. Oh, hold on. oh no, you're gonna tell the inappropriate story. <laughs> so I have a distant cousin. Like, yeah. People make fun of me here. I don't feel that I have that leverage. Huh? Most people, most of my branches are cutting off. It's the way the world. That's fine. 
Uh, but I'll occasionally I'll tell a story. I'm like, oh, it's like it's my cousin, but they're like they're I don't even know this. I could if I walked it. distant cousin. Okay. I don't know which ring. I'm gonna call him a four. Uh, famously, last summer <laughs> I heard about it from many different people, and I'm like, this is why I say I'm not really here. That's your wild story. You need more gay. We do. That, more. We, we need you to send more up here. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, we can't do that. We can't do that. How else do we get them here? You don't get them here. You go down there. You gotta send. You gotta spread them out a little. Come, come see us in our environment. Anyway, continue. Is it a dumpster? <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, so they're out the alley. Uh, the goons like, you owe me. Like, what are you gonna do? Call the police? Get out of here. And he doesn't sell. He should. Um, the goon head goon in charge who looks he's crossed with. Okay, I thought he looked like uh, Alter. That guy. Yeah. Maybe it is they that should. Guy. They shouldn't have kept. Because the only difference is that mustache. Good fucking job, Melrose Place. This is why your shit got canceled. You had one job. <laughs> so that guy head goon in charge is like, we don't use the police to settle our Man, business. Man, the casting director is going to be real disappointed. This technology. Because <laughs> they're like over age forty. They, they apparently didn't know how to access other actors' resumes either. Just look at the fucking headshot. As we know you had them because you had them framed on Allison's desk of Billy. Remember that time Keith was talking Allison and he had that room full of their all just headshots? They were all our headshots. Like yeah. They couldn't go Kimberly, with any other pictures. Kimberly was cutting Michael's eyes out of the same fucking headshot over and over and over again. <laughs> Is it? It's not hard to make pictures. Look at the bottom of the picture. It says Melrose. <laughs> <laughs> it's got his autograph on it. Oh my God, that was so funny. To my biggest fan. What oh. a treat. Uh, yeah, so the goon's like, we don't use the police for this, but one way or another, it does get settled. Uh, Jess shows up at Joe's. G with J's in their name. He misses her. He basically just wants to have sex. And we can't even have a conversation without starting to have sex. Uh, he's like, well, what's your point? And she's like, I don't really have one. <laughs> this is a stupid <laughs> scene. But he pulls out a jewelry. Uh, and there's just, I'm sorry, a very pin. An ugly pin. Very ugly. With a lavender stone in the middle. Yes. That she puts on a pink outfit. It didn't fucking match. It's you don't terrible. put that on. You tell you send his ass back for some different jewelry from his mother. Get him back to the TJ Maxx where he got that from. Let's be honest. Uh, she's like, oh, it's, it's beautiful, which is a lie. <laughs> and he says, you and my mother would have gotten along. And I really, I forgot. I was going to go. No, because remember, the mother got along Sandy, with Sandy. Sandy, the waitress. Yeah, and Sandy, Sandy had to go, so Joe. Sandy, Sandy ran, so brother. So Joe could ride. <laughs> oh my god oh that works in so many ways oh my god much like sydney jobs yeah mostly the jobs we call so anyway they have sex and <laughs> gives her this ugly pin joe goes to visit jake at the hospital again okay flowers and says i had pizza and pauses clarifies that that was a joke <laughs> and jake says so is your coming here <laughs> oh zing uh he asks if jess sent her he doesn't have a job or an apartment because you're and he's trying to make your life better. He says, yeah, he's working for something. Three nights ago, it nearly cost me my life. Mm-hmm. Joe thinks he's being see the Jess you knew. You don't know him as an adult. Learn to be compassionate. And Jake says, he's really got you snowed. The Jess you think was between the sheets just proves that anyone who's rude one way or another. <laughs> Jake's on fire. Good for him. Well, he's he, a lot of time he, to he, lay there. Yeah, the, the meds are wearing off. So he's, the, the wound is burning him. Oh. Uh, she says he's just jealous. It's not about you. It's about he wants you because he's at the bar because it's an I have. Yeah. I nearly get hero, and that's what this is about. Jess is finally getting the spotlight. Spotlight. He thinks I stole from him. This she, motivation doesn't. But it's tr- correct. Gave up his whole life, including the gas station he owned where he stood under cars, just to station. Right nobody. Now. Nobody. Maybe Stella. It looks like it wasn't really fun though. That, well, that's true. No. Well, you know what the lawyer is running it. The lawyer that is somehow the same age as Jake. <laughs> oh, that lawyer. That lawyer is a really good actor. What was he doing? He was guy. Dr. Jenner. He notices the... He's like, oh, Jess gave it. That's mine. I bought it for my mom after she died for two days. Frankly, he's surprised that Jess didn't try. She tries to take it off. So it is. Thank I, God, because it's getting annoying. I have to concede the trashiness of it. Uh, in part because we're at 40 minutes. I did like the callback, though. That was like giant grocery bags oh, of tacos God. everywhere. Yeah. For two people, it'd be like a 12-pack of beer. Like this, You know what? The episode of Bitch Slap that I just, the one with the tacos, and they said at least she brought a normal amount. So I don't know what that says about Bitch Slap. We might no, their definition of normal. That was still too much food. Still too much food. It's her thing. Um, I am just, I remain gobsmacked that those fucking robbers came in to the bar, did not act concerned at all. Bro, 
daylight. Like, you just coming back to the scene of the crime? There might be people who were there the night before. Oh, there most like, definitely were people there that got... a lot of alcoholics at the bar, and they come back every day. They go... <laughs> that's just how bars work. So, no disrespect. Like, that's where they go. Like, my Uncle Charlie. Like, the... <laughs> that's what you do with your time. You go back to the bar. Well, Mary... It's the third space. Uh, I feel like we, we're at an impasse. It's still unclear if this is art or trash. It's but wildly unclear. Maybe next episode, the season finale with Gail can bring some finality. I do want us to verify for certain that there it's, is only one. There's more only to one. Watch. There's only it's 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 for episodes certain, one and two one or parts more. one and two. And they just they're they're together. They're together. Like, you don't have to know. You need it's to go look at something else. I'm, how about let's wrap this up and then yes, we'll go look at Paramount Plus. We'll load it on the television the old-fashioned way. Yeah. Hopefully it loads. Yeah. Okay. And we're gonna verify because you know we've had issues. No, in the Gail past. has had issues. Gail and only Gail. Like, Not no, I said Gail. Do you think I, I'll be fascinated to see because Gail is a lot of plot has happened. She was yeah. here. It was would yeah. Have been the last she, time. you know, what she's gonna say, where did that Mackenzie Hart come from? And we're gonna have to say no fucking clue. We don't know. We don't know because Mackenzie Hart's husband is a big deal. He is a big deal yeah, in season he's four. Yeah, he's to well. Yeah. Mary, you know what America, America. Across the fruited plains, America, America, was it God shed his grace on thee? Is that what it is? Why are they having a scene with it? Anyway, all across America, they say, she could have at least handwritten it out. (laughs) Which is Which is why this week's sponsor is, again, Cursive by Bruce Teller. I believe for the third time. It might be a three-peat. No, it is a three-peat. Now, we would like the sponsors to know, including Cursive by Bruce Teller. Gratitude by Kathy Ireland, <laughs> Rhonda's Culinary Funk, yeah. and Kimberly's Culinary Creations. There's no discount on bulk orders. No. You're paying full price for every sponsorship. Yeah. Pay the invoice, sis. We're waiting. Anyway, cursive by Bruce Teller. She could have at least handwritten it out yeah. for all those moments when you have to deliver a strong message, but you don't want it to come off cold and impersonal. For example, take Mrs. Paul when she wanted to kill Matt Fielding. She could have at least handwritten it out. Yeah, then you have something nice to start by. Yeah, or Kimberly, when she wanted to write Die Bitch on Amanda Mancini's... Amanda... Whoa! Whoa, flashback! <laughs> Amanda Flash Woodward's forward. car. She could have at least handwritten it out on a notepad, right? Mm-hmm. Like with stationery, a nice little stamp affixed, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. she probably would have put the stamp upside down, which we all know means fuck you. Yeah, we do you get that. That's one of the helpful tips when you purchase a product of stationery by Cursive by Bruce Teller, only available at the Fort Kmart, still operating in the United States. What an exclusive. But inside there is all of the, the little notes from Miss Emily Post. Oh, Mr. Post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ms. Post, I suppose. I'm a, I mean, she's dead. Her great-great-grandchildren are operation now. They're making money hand over fist. But inside the notepads will be all of the things to know. Like, you know, if you put a stamp on upside down, it means fun. I would buy this book if this... <laughs> I will write this book. <laughs> I would expect a comp one from you, though. So Cursed by Bruce Teller is going to teach you not just how to handwrite the note, which I'm learning from my own son, Gen Z needs to learn. They do not know how to read cursive. They think it's a code. <gasps> yeah, we're not pay- paying attention. Don't we remember the code breakers? Yeah, we got to break those codes. <laughs> It's like, all they're going to do is write it in cursive, and the kids will be like, I don't know, it's not on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> or they're going to use TikTok against the kids. We're talking about cursive by Bruce Teller. We're yeah, not, this is how we're communicating now. Handwritten notes, nice fresh linen paper, maybe oh. a little a little scent of a perfume, or you might like an invoice, you might like rub it against your boobs. Take it out of your pocket. This week's sponsor, Cursive by Bruce Teller. Only available at 4K Marts, two of which are in New Jersey. i got to get my ass to New Jersey and buy some of this product because God knows I love a thing. Uh-huh. I love to give, and I would love stamp etiquette. How to put the stamp on. How to put the stamp on. Remember before? Mm-hmm. You went licking them? That was before COVID. That was way before COVID. What else happened? Mad remember. cow disease. <laughs> the avian flu that made chickens. Your eggs cost $8. I get really mad every time I go do this, and I understand. But you gotta go through this whole thing. And now you can do it online ahead of time. But they ask all these questions about mad cow. And like, 
I feel like, can't we just do this once and be done with it? Like, I haven't been out of the country. I've, been, I've not been out of the country hardly ever. I've like only once. been up to 10 miles out of the state in the last 10 years. Like, I don't have Mad Cow. If I got Mad Cow, I'd like to know where. I'm. So you can stop asking now. Like, let's save all of ourselves a little time. Maybe Bruce Uh You were going down the pet suggested you might need to pick up something. Kathy Ireland's line of products, Gratitude. But then you veered <laughs> off course. You know what? Maybe that that's a great reminder. Get some of Kathy's... Kathy Ireland, it's a brand. But okay, Kathy Ireland, express my gratitude. Her fine products, which she has not mm-hmm. paid the invoice. <laughs> and this wonderful guide from Dear... I might be able to write From the estate of Bruce Duff. All right, Pete. <laughs> so, wait, seriously, how, how long does this show go on? How many episodes are there? <laughs> But I told you this, right? So it goes to season seven of the original run, but then there's the re- the reboot season. So there's how many reboot seasons? Just the one so far. So far. Okay. But there's also, but then Mary, there's the the Amazon has the true story of Melrose Place movie that we should cover. Oh God, how long? Yeah. And and uh, Models Inc has to be covered too. Wait, what the hell is Models Inc? It's a two-season spinoff. Of what? What do they? Of Melrose Place from the lady from Dynasty was on it, I think. The lady from Dynasty, my God, this was like a whole industry. And I do think nine hundred two one zero to get to understand where this show came from is probably worth exploring. I I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> and then when Allison left, she went to Ally McBeal. Does it have anything to do with the contents of Melrose Place? I just feel like, how, do you really want to be an expert in this or not? I mean, I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> okay, so we're in for all of it. Oh, God.